0: to the post show podcast of Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome back, Patwin. Like, you know what? I love listening to this post show during the week, Patwin. You know, listening to myself, like, man, who is that guy?
1: You know, <laughs> I
0: should be working out while I'm listening to us, but okay, no. All right. We're back. <laughs> We're back, and we have our in-studio guest. US Senate candidate Rob uh oh god Bob Rob Dorn and all Shamari you know, Darwin, know. You, know <laughs> you know Richard and all uh, okay so with Bob Anderson uh so Bob when you talk about uh inspirations for running what was one of them for you well originally When I came into politics,
2: it was never to be a politician, but I started fighting for an issue that was in Congress. You know, as a citizen advocate. Okay. And it was the mental health parity bill. Okay. Because I had gone through major depression myself and my family history, my mom and all of her family. So it's been a genetic line. Not like you're gonna get it, but you've got a higher incidence of getting it. Right. And when I I was very fortunate because we had really good health insurance in our company, so I was able to go and get treatment. I was able to get the things that brought me back. Yeah. And when I felt good again, I decided I wanted to give back to society. And I started volunteering for Save. It was the Suicide Awareness Voices of Education. Okay. I wanted to help prevent suicides. I had friends that suicided, and I've, it was just something that you know, when you you have a purpose in your life, you really feel good. So I started fighting for the Mental Health Parity Bill, and no media would touch it. Right. And I was thought this is ridiculous because it was in Congress for twelve years, and the only thing that was keeping it from passing or coming to a vote was Dennis Hastert was the Speaker of the House. In the Senate, we had Bill Frist, and they just wouldn't bring it to a vote. And, you know, people nowadays, they get upset. You know, even the Republicans say, hey, we just want an up or down vote. Well, this was going on for 12 years, so I just wanted media attention on that. So I started my own cable access TV show called Inside Mental Health Issues. And every episode, I dedicated some time to the parity bill. And eventually, I was able to testify on on behalf of the bill, as a citizen, just a passionate guy. In Washington? In, in the Humphrey Institute here in Minneapolis. Because okay. NAMI okay. scheduled a, they were going to make it come to a vote, Congress, finally. This was back in 2008. Okay. So Jim Ramstad, who was really good in our state because he had issues of his own and alcoholism and things. Okay. And, and Paul Wellstone had his uncle that was suffering depression, so yeah. he was passionate about it. So it was a bipartisan deal. And everybody signed on to this legislature because they knew they weren't going to have to be called to the table to vote so it was sad mm. but i kept fighting so I, I testified on behalf of the bill and the bill finally did pass but not the way i wanted it to because it passed under the tarp the bailout which so, was ridiculous uh, it was so already a bad bill and then it didn't pass so senate they gathered all these gifts and they built it up with the more baggage on it but parity was passed it wasn't the way i wanted it but it did get through well. but That's the way these things work. You know, it's like sausage making, but I was not happy about it. But then I realized, hey, when I was fighting this battle, these parties don't care about us. They care about the power of the party. And they're worried about supporting an issue because they're going to get hammered by their base or they're going to have, they start, you know, you're serving the base or you're serving the special interests instead of the people. And this affects all humans. If your mental health, you should have the same coverage, whether it's your brain illness or your arms and legs You're, it's like a car what good is the what's good's the body if the engine isn't working That's right. it was a no brainer so i was excited uh, that i ran for office as for congress so i'm the only senate candidate and i'm in the Tina Smith lane now this isn't okay. you know we have Amy Klobuchar over here Jim Newberger is the one Mm. All alone on that one, and mm. I, and it's myself. He's gonna get killed. Yeah, and Karen Housley are fighting. And there's one other candidate I think that filed on filing day. I'm not familiar with, but as the Republicans, there's two of us.
0: Okay, and then there's uh, uh and then Richard Painter and, and Jeremy. Uh, I'm sorry, and Jerry. Oh, yeah. Jerry, uh, Truen. Jerry Yes, Truen. he's an independent. He's an independent. He's the independent. Yeah, yep. in yep. fact, yep. Walter had
2: him on. Yes, he so, was on last night with Walter. Hudes, I'm hoping yep. Walter will have
0: me on again too. Yeah, I went be on nice, with him. Well, see, so are there, I'm sorry, Pat, when you uh. One question. When ask him,
1: no, no, I was just going to say that I um, that you know I totally you know uh, agree with our guests because uh, I think the parties they focus too much on um, you know making the special interests and those yeah. folks happy and not what the citizens want. Both Republicans and Democrats do that, and um, that's why there's so many issues in all communities. Um, we really need to get away from that and really focus on what, you know, the individuals, what the what the people, you know, what the citizens, you know, what they want their elected officials to do, because it's not that the elected officials, um, you know, lord over the people. The people are the masters of yeah,
0: exactly. you know, the elected
1: yeah. officials. The elected officials are the servants, and they should be doing, you know, service for the, people's work. Um, for the community.
0: That's right. Are there any... Um, are there any issues that you're really passionate about that as a senator you would champion or when you're out uh, during the campaign stumps, um, people come to you with issues that now you've taken on or, you know, that touches your heart or anything like that about?
2: Well, yeah, the the, the health insurance premiums are killing everybody. I mean, we got people that are paying more than their mortgages. Okay, And we need – that's an issue that uh, I think we really need more competition in. But one of the main things I can bring to the to this table as a candidate is coming from the outside. I'm in manufacturing. I'm a high school graduate from Richfield. I'm a Spartan 1975. And here's a guy that just worked in the trades and I've had a wonderful, rewarding career making things. I make teeth. My dad started our dental lab 60 years ago when he got out of the Navy. He got his experience over at Pearl Harbor. Wow. And I, we've had a family business. It's been in business 60 years. I've been doing it for 42 years, making things. I make smiles because I make <laughs> veneers and crowns and bridges. You know, you go to the dentist, you need one of these made. They send it to a dental lab like this. We've been in the Dyna area for 60 years. Wow. And the reason we're still in business is customer. service service. because you can set yourself apart. But the thing that I can be as an advocate for young kids in your community, all communities, that not everybody's cut out for a four-year degree. I sure wasn't. But trade. there's nothing wrong with going into the trades. Trade. There's some yes. self-satisfaction. Yes. A lot action. of candidates
0: don't say that. Exactly. And, and don't say that, Bob. They always uh, stress education. And education is important. Oh, it is. But then there are some that go get Graduate here. from high school that aren't college ready or can't afford it. Right. Especially when it comes to our community. You know what I'm saying, Pat? went in. so we need to be stressing that str- that trade, there's nothing oh, wrong with trade. Nothing wrong I mean, with it at all. People that have trades can make just as or more than those that have a two-year or four-year degree. And we're we're lacking because the job market has changed. You know, we've got to keep up with the
2: changes. Yep. So yep. there's nothing wrong. And here I can be an advocate for kids out there that, hey, this guy, he not only – He just graduated from a public high school. I was fortunate I went to a Catholic grade school, so I got a little bit of both, but I've taken this skill that I have, and I can work anywhere in the world. It's rewarding, and I can still be a U.S. Senate candidate for the Republican Party of Minnesota, so I will be out there advocating that, hey, we've got mentors like... All of us can be something different for other kids to look at because it's it's overlooked a lot in the trades
0: were you uh because you spoke you spoke on it earlier when we were Shamari on yeah. relationship and lack thereof uh with black with the black community and republicans uh as a senator would you help what would you do to help strengthen that relationship and i I'm not actually to speak for your party right. but What is it that Republicans don't get about trying to forge better relationships with the black community?
2: Well, you know, and it's interesting because I'm new to the Republican Party. This is the first time I've been in the party because I came in because of Donald J. Trump. I know, Jamar, that probably just gets you like a fingernails on a chalkboard but it's the it truth is. it's what brought me because i wasn't seeing i line up with the platform of the republican party but they weren't serving the menu items they had a nice menu but when it came to serving them they weren't doing it i was the independence party candidate i've been a fighter from all along and i think when donald j trump came down that escalator and i was listening because that the bench when you're making things for a living you can listen to talk
0: radio you and the simpsons were listening yeah yeah you... <laughs>
2: And you know, and everybody said, oh, he doesn't have a chip." I thought, wow, this guy, whether you like him or not, man, he's telling it the way it is. I've never heard a candidate say this stuff. But the difference was I never was a Trump fan from the apprentice or anything like that. You didn't like him when he was a Democrat? Well, I didn't pay attention, but I liked the quality of his buildings and everything like that. But I think what I liked was the fact that somebody from the outside, somebody that was a business guy that deals with all these issues in reality. We're not in that bubble of Washington, D.C. I sit next to my constituents because...
0: Did you like Mitt Romney?
2: No, no. He was a weak candidate. Oh, yeah. Candy Crawley. She schooled him. <laughs> I mean, Donald J. Trump was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Now, this is not right. You're not supposed to get involved in this debate. You know, no, I was not a Mitt Romney fan, but I liked him because I liked the Republican side. But I wasn't John McCain really either. But
0: so how can so so how can how can black folks trust you? I mean, a lot of times uh, we hear that same old party line that I didn't leave this particular party, this particular party left me. And then a lot of us, especially black folks, because we look at that when you think, and I'm not trying to be funny, but we no. look at it as in like gangs when, you know, Pat, when, when if you're blood, you can't become a crip or, you know, something like that. So black folks have this thing with trust right? or people, right? but we're talking black folks here. How can black folks trust you if all of a sudden, now I get it that this candidate inspired you. Yes. And that's great, yeah. you know, because yeah. I was inspired by Jesse Jackson after right. I met him and uh, Brian Heron and Bill Clinton and, yeah. and, and Mr. Boom, my uh, fifth grade teachers, sixth grade teachers. Well, that's good, though. You remember the people oh, that made an absolute, impact. Oh, yes, 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 absolutely. We all all of them. All of them. Yep. Um. So how can can black folks trust you? Well, the first thing
2: I saw you when you were helping Rob Barnheiser. Yeah. Your, so yeah. we were all at, at all these events, even up in Ely when you came in there. You lit the room up. I mean, people realize that we've overlooked some of these issues and by you and I, I I reached out to you and then you reached back to me and I thought, if I'm coming in here today, And I want to be educated about what's going on, and I want, we're talking maybe with Chris Seymour, maybe getting a debate in the cities, because I love the fact that people should be able to see us in front. It's a disservice to the voters of Minnesota not to have an opportunity. We've not had one Senate forum. I went to all the governor forums, and I've been begging to have forums for the Senate candidates, and they won't do it. Chris Seymour tried to get one going, and only him and I are the ones that are willing. But hey, well, him and I will have debates if we have to, because we'll raise awareness of what's going on. Going on out there,
0: no, no doubt about. It. We gotta, uh, we gotta have candidates that are accessible, right, Pat? You know, and that's what because that's and, what made me we talk about that
1: quite yeah, a bit. That, that, you know, we they need to be accessible. They need to be in the community, right. And I think the the leading organizations, you know, in the community should be sponsoring and hosting um, debates on both sides for all levels, especially on the, the for the federal level and the state Amen. level. Amen. Um, so they should be, you know, like the NWCP and the. Um, Urban League and, you know, like the Councils uh, for Minnesota African Heritage and all the other ethnic councils, they should be taking the lead on that for their communities and saying, hey, we have these uh, elected officials. They want to speak to the community, and they should be hosting these, you know, every year, every two years, you know, for the election um, for candidates. That should be standard, and so we need to get to that place, to where, you know, that's standard.
2: When I ran for Congress, the women... League of Voters had a debate uh, when yeah, I would participate, always do, yep, yeah, always I, we haven't had one Senate debate.
0: got so, the primaries that for now? any of the candidates we've had debates for Klobuchar and I mean haven't we? no, nope. not that you know of nope, no. Nope. are you serious?
2: I'm serious. Yeah. I have been calling for this from day one. In fact, when you have an endorsement. Can't, you know, like I sought yeah. the endorsement, yeah. and I was very upfront. I'm not going this route. I'm going to the primary. I'm going to fight for it, unlike Paul Ente. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight for the endorsement, which we did. We had a, God, Rebecca put together this wonderful video and everything. It I didn't nice. get it, but Bob I told bites it. Back. It was nice. Yeah, yeah, Bob bites back. See, <laughs> Jamar knows. He gets <laughs>
1: well, <well, well>, it. <laughs> go I mean, ahead. People should force that. People should yeah, force exactly. those Exactly. So that's how candidates... Uh, you know, are not to say like those endorsed candidates. A lot of them who we should be questioning. That yes, citizens should be questioning. That's how they're able to avoid that. Exactly even for state senate you know, the candidate that I ran against, you know, the incumbent, you know, he totally, I was challenging him to debate and, yeah. you know, tweeting at him and telling him he didn't want to have one. And that's how people are not able to be held accountable because, you know, when you can have those debates, you can bring up those questions oh. that, you know, people have that they, for some reason, you know, the, you know, elected officials run away from, we need to hold their feet to the fire.
0: Well,
2: when this, when, you know, you have an, uh, one of the opponent that I'm going against has raised eight hundred thousand dollars. Never answered a question. Wow, it's very difficult for me because the media won't give me any access. That's why I'm so appreciative of you guys having me on here today um, because I've been shut down in the media.
0: A pleasure is ours. And 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 what Patwin and I strive hard to do is uh, inform our community. And as well as everyone else, but um, make sure that we inform our community. And I think that what we this should be the go to studio because we have a lot of great shows on, yes. this, on, on the on the on the air here. Here, at I would talk. love it. I'd be and, here. <laughs> but we try to make sure it's our business that when candidates don't want to come talk to the black community, that tells you a lot about that candidate, whether they're Democrat or Republican. Right. Because I've had Pat Win Pat Win will tell you I, I've had Democrats give me the runaround. Yeah. Okay. And so um, when you won't come on this show. That tells me a lot about you because we can make time. I don't care if it's in August or September. We can make the time for you five minutes or 10 minutes. But we've had candidates, just candidates and uh, politicians just not want to come on because on this show, we're going to ask you the hard questions.
2: Well, and I, I always ask the, the party. I say, listen, what does Karen Housley have to worry about? She's a three-term state senator. I'm a dental technician, for God's sakes. Come on, let's have this forum. Let's let the people decide. It's a disservice to all Minnesotans if they don't get to see us candidates. So when they go into the voters booth, they're educated on who they're going to vote for because they saw them up live close and impersonal because that's how you find out what the candidate's really about. These fancy commercials and these mailers, anybody can look. They could make me look good, for God's sakes. That would be tough. You can tell I got a face for radio, but Jamar. <laughs> that's why he had me on. So I, I'm I'm really enjoying this, and I can hardly wait to meet you, Patwin, because you sound like a great guy yeah, <laughs> and well, very I've smart.
1: A in the family, and that's why I'm in Chicago. Ah, but, yeah, yeah that that's all. Fun.
2: I'm really sorry to hear about that too, because Jamar told me that when we met before this. So, yeah, I mean that is sad, and it's it's unfortunate, but there will be a time
0: when we can meet. Uh, uh, uh yeah, Patwin. So be careful. You, uh, did you you still got that gun I gave you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just making sure. Put your bulletproof vest on, it's too.
1: Fine. Bob. It's fine. I was, it was on the south side. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. right.
0: Yeah. You're just saying that nice because Chicago must have put a few dollars in your pocket. Uh, Bob, where can people find you at?
2: BobAnderson2018.com. And you can see that's got links to all of our fa- uh, social media, which Rebecca Brannon does an outstanding job on. Thank and you, and Rebecca. This is, She's really launched my candidacy, and they're starting to take notice. If I can get on more issues like this, and I would love to come into the community with you, Jamar, because I'm going to, I'm not going to talk the talk. I'm going to walk the
0: walk. Everybody knows I will take you into the hood and uh, make sure that we start forging relationships with Democrats, oh, with, with black folks, and yeah.
2: Republicans. We have to. We, we're all Minnesotans, and we got to g- gather together.
0: Yeah, it's important. No doubt about it. It's important. Pat, the, another end of the post show podcast. Yeah, it was great. Man, yeah. enjoy. Well, I know you're at, at a funeral, but enjoy yourself still. Enjoy some of that heat yeah. there. Thank you, Patwin, yeah, for that's taking that's the good.
2: time. Thank you, Patwin
0: ladies and gentlemen thank you the greatest producer of all time Stan Poggle ladies and gentlemen I want to thank everybody else that's on this show this is Jamar Nelson that's Pat with Lawrence this is Post Your Pop Podcast thank you see you. bye
1: bye